Today on the GYST podcast, we explore the dangers of being too positive. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your fair podcast. The GYSD Podcast, also known as Getting Your Shit, Shit. Together. All right. A lot of changes to unpack there. As we promised you guys, we have been making some changes behind the scenes. Before I dive into it, let's take a look at who's in the studio. So I am Rohit Rohila. I'm Patrick Lee. And Roxy. Oh, oh Patrick went out of line. Oh, oh, oh no. I wasn't. I Bad we Patrick. Table. That's okay. And this is Jensen. All right. So Rohit, Glenn, Patrick, and Jensen. So ladies and gentlemen, we promised you that we have some updates that we are making to bring you a more streamlined, more powerful, more productive, more positive. That might not be the word I want to use for because of today's episode, but we wanted to make some overall changes. And as you heard, we have new theme song. So we got together and we were like, you know, we want to be in a little bit more of a positive direction. So Jansen found that soundtrack and he's like, I like it. And we're like, we like it too. Let's do it. Uh, So we've got that. And, and you may have heard me referring to this podcast by a new name. Glenn, would you uh, like to take that part over? Sure. I mean, we're, we're changing things up here. Might as well talking about getting your shit together because we don't want to be telling you that you're you're in the wrong you're doing anything wrong no it's we want to help you in in an effort right we're all trying to get our shit together so why don't we all get together and work on getting our shit together it's all a process we're all working on the same things let's get it Mm. i love the the way that you said that it's a process because you're absolutely right it's not get your because that means at some point you can stop. No, it's getting your. Can't stop. Can't stop. Won't, won't stop. stop. Uh-uh. It's a journey. <laughs> I told you that we won't stop. I told you that we won't stop. Whoa. Hey. Oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> My bad there. I, I really need to label these. It kind of fits, though. <laughs> you know, I can't rap worth crap. <laughs> but one of the things that, that we do want to do is bring you a more expert level of personal development. So every week we present to you a half hour of personal development delivered to you right at your favorite podcasting app. And that is our commitment to you. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, let's explore the dangers of being too positive. And the first thing I'm going to do is hand the microphone over to Patrick Liam, who wanted to explore this topic. So Patrick, off you go, buddy. Yeah, I found it kind of interesting when I when I was looking up topic ideas and came across that term, toxic positivity. And I always thought that you, you can't you can't go wrong being too positive. Like positivity is a good thing. Uh, and little did I kind of find out that to a degree it, it can actually be a negative and and downside to it. And so I wanted to kind of explore that with you guys a little bit more and and see if there's any. You know, tips on when you can catch that or, or when is being too positive a bad thing? Uh, where is the line to where you're trying to keep yourself in positive, good vibes to the point where you're lying to yourself to kind of get through a bad situation? Where, where do you draw that? 
Yeah, because mm. there, there comes a time where you're too positive and just like, yeah, we'll just let things happen. Everything will be turn out great. You know, really taking any responsibility of planning things out, you know, thinking ahead. You're just letting things go. I think we can all agree here that I'm the most positive person in this group. I mean, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, positivity is not always my strong suit, but I don't know. There was a time when, yeah, I could see that toxic positivity was part of my life. Just shielding all of my emotions except for a positive outward expression for everyone else putting on a mask so to speak and that mask was not helping yeah i can speak from the personal development side because it's it's interesting when you are in the world of personal development you do have to take an open honest look at yourself which can be very painful in fact the more painful you make it the more hurt you feel the greater the impact that it, something is going to have on you too many times I've, I've seen people not wanting to kind of admit their current circumstances because of exactly what you're talking about, Patrick. They don't want to look at the negative side of things. So when you bring up something like that and you're like, you have to take a look at the results that you're accomplishing. Are they what you want? And they'll say, well, no, but you know what? I've made great strides so far. I've had a lot to overcome. And so I want to celebrate that. Well, great celebrate it on your own time. You're paying me to create some change in your life. That's what you need to do. And it's, it's interesting because this term that you use toxic positivity is very prevalent within the personal development community, especially after the secret came out because the secret is all about uh, visualization. It's about visualizing the results that you want and then putting together an action plan for it. But it also teaches you that you get what you attract. Sorry, you attract who you are, the, the law of attraction. So the more positive I am, the more positive I will attract. But when it comes to internal analyzing, you, you can't be positive all the time because what's going to happen is you become blind to reality of things. If and this happens with a lot of people who are in debt. They'll, they'll start paying off the debt, but they don't realize how bad their debt really is. They'll say, oh, I'm making great strides towards this credit card or, or maybe paying my car off, whatever the case is. But you become blind to the larger picture. Mm. Mm. Especially in debt, it's important to be honest with yourself. Yeah, Glenn, you've you've talked about your experiences with with debt on on air and how you have a strict plan that you have put together. Can you maybe expand on what that moment was like when when you realized you needed to do something? What was it a case of maybe you were fooling yourself into thinking maybe things were better? Um, yeah, what was your journey like? of realization, self-realization? Well, I guess my realization came when I looked at several factors, right? I, I looked at you know, how much I was paying for my student loans, how much I was paying for my house, how much I was paying for my car, how much I was paying for all my credit cards. 
And I looked at all my time um, and all the wasted money I had put into things that just didn't matter, right? Things that had no tangible value for my life. I noticed that all of my money every month, no matter what happened, if I got a big raise or a big bonus, all of my money gone. And it was, I was living paycheck to paycheck. Um, and you know, it's kind of frustrating for, it was frustrating for me for sure. When I, I realized, you know what, I'm, I'm making more now. I should have money in my bank account. What the heck is going on? And you know, a lot of these things, I was just going by by the minimum payments, right? Making the minimum credit card payments, which just perpetuates my debt, right? It, it keeps the credit card companies happy. They're making extra uh, profit off of me through the interest. Um, keeps the uh, the bills there, making more money for them and, and hurting me, making me lose more money. But I wasn't getting any more value out of the money I had spent and again, it's money I didn't have to spend, money that I had borrowed to spend. So here I am borrowing money, spending on things that are not giving me any value beyond that instant I was using it. For instance, I've spoken about, you know, in-game purchases or DLC for Mass Effect 3 way back in the day. Uh, I know I've spoken on it several times in, in podcasts where I've spent, damn near an entire year's salary over the course of two years on that. Um, when I could have been saving that and putting that towards my house, if I had saved that money, my house would have already been paid off. And, and just thinking about it, actually analyzing my finances and seeing where my, my money was going. Um, I, I had to take a look at myself. Okay, well, how did I get to this point? How did I get to the point where I'm just not seeing it until I look at it and it was just a comfort thing, right? It was that, that comfort situation where I'm trying to feel good about myself for a few hours a day. Uh, I'm creating a, a toxically positive situation for myself. Yeah, this is great. I feel great right now. I'm positive. I'm having fun. And by the time that wears off, I need to get that feeling back. Let me go spend some more money on Mass Effect or on whatever game is the new game out there. And uh, it put myself in some serious debt. Once I realized where the debt was coming from, I had to make some changes with my life. Um, I started reading some Dave Ramsey books, which, by the way, if if you all get a chance and you need some help with debt, you're going to hate him. But he's right. He's all about personal responsibility with money. And if you find yourself put in debt, you know, if you're in debt for something, you know, school loans, whatever it is, whether it's credit cards, school loans, car notes, mortgages, it's your fault. Period. No one else is to blame for, for your own bills that you accrue. Your credit, your school loans. You cannot say it's anyone else's fault. You're the one that signed on the dotted line. Now, the good thing is he has a quick answer to get you fixed. You just won't like it because you won't be doing the fun stuff. I, mean, I haven't been out there you know, going to as many movies with my buddy Rohit as I used to. Missed you, buddy. That's okay. Hey, we've gone to a couple this year because I got ahead on my... my 
um, bills, which is a very good thing. Um, but no, I, I have to take a harder approach to my, my finances. I mean, all my credit cards now are paid off. My car is well ahead on, on my payments, almost paid off on my car. And I'm about two thirds of the way done with my house in about two years. I should be 100% paid up and have no debt to my name, have nothing but assets. But it, it was definitely a process because I was going for that positive feeling, right? That that positive feeling that made me feel good every time I made a purchase or every time I went and did fun things. I just kept chasing that feeling. And, yeah, it was a great feeling. It was a positive feeling. It helped lift my mood every day. But it was just putting myself in a very toxic place afterwards. So at what point, yeah. what are the warning signs that – you're going from a positive outlook to a toxic positive outlook. What what should people look out for um, to avoid getting into that deep end, basically? Well, if you can't sit there and tell yourself, you know what, I've screwed up on this. I've got to improve on this. If you can't tell yourself that, that's a clear indication right there. If you can't sit there and go, man, my life is messed up in this area and I need to improve. You so, don't or are not able to do that, you are in a bad place. Yeah, kind of lying to yourself in a way. Place. You're, well, you're, you're not just lying to yourself. You're setting yourself up for further failure. Mm. As in, in the case of finances, you know, you keep pushing these things off. You're, you're setting yourself up with you know, deeper and deeper debts, larger and larger interest payments, and eventually you just can't get out of that hole by yourself. You end up having to declare bankruptcy. You can destroy your credit and your, your future just by making mistakes with your finances. So a little bit of pain now, analyzing yourself and saying, nope, I can't do this right now because I don't have the money. That's better for you than saying, oh, man, I really could use this break. I, I, need, I need to go to this movie just so I can unwind. Or I need to play this video game because, hey, I'll get a few weeks of fun out of it. So in the in the world of personal development, is positivity a a good thing or or practice that you know you should look at and, and have a good positive outlook on life? Just don't go. I would, I would say so. Positivity has its place, but as in all parts of life, there has to be a balance. Yeah, I think you, you have to have for, a balance of. Uh, go ahead, Jansen. Go ahead. I was thinking that you you were looking for you were looking for like short term gratification instead of like a long term gratification. Because you're like, oh, yeah, this makes me happy for this amount of time. I'll buy this. But you're not looking to see how that will affect you later on in life where you're just like, you have to struggle through your house payments because you're making, quote, unquote, wrong decisions, short-term gratifications. Well, and also promises to yourself, too. Um, like, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, I'll get out of this someday, you know. Or So it's like a little yeah, bit of the positive that's yeah. being toxic in your life. I'll let future me worry about it. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> Well, currently he's pissed off at past me for, for pushing it on myself. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, just to think of all the money that I could have been saving, all the all the situations I could have made better for myself if I had just saved money in the right areas. Right? I mean, from the first job I had at 15 years old up to today, if I had been saving what they suggest is 50 percent of your paycheck. If I'd been doing that for the first 20 years of my working life, 
I'd be set. Well, not only just finances, but you can apply the positivity to almost any aspect, uh, you know, health. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, relationships. And oh, I love the I love cheesecake so much, man. It makes me feel great. Yeah, but you know, when you look at yourself and you're 450 pounds overweight. So, Jason, I actually want to bring something up with you. Yep. You are the resident wrestle wrestling fan amongst us. There was a wrestler. There is a wrestler named Bailey. Yep. Who is known to have just an over the top positive personality. But what happened was she was so positive that she refused to see the negativity around her. She, she dismissed it at first. She was just blind to it, but then even after being aware of it, she just dismissed it as, you know, that person is just being their own self, their own individual and things like that. Um, can do you want to dive into her a little bit? Yeah, because uh, she was like best friends with uh, Sasha, right? So this whole time, everyone can see that Sasha Banks is going to turn on her. So Bailey being Bailey is like, oh, don't worry about it. We're best friends. She's never going to turn on me. It, but Sasha's got to do Sasha things. And what happens? Sasha turns on her and things start happening. They like start fighting each other. This whole time, she was like kind of in denial of what Sasha is doing because how positive she is. It comes, I think, comes a time where you need to just be realistic instead of just being so positive that you believe anything that people say. It's kind of a naiveness yeah. to it. Oh, that is. Yeah. Is is there a fine line between being too positive and naivety? Mm. Definitely. Because one of the things that you were bringing up, Patrick, is when do you realize that you've been too positive? I don't know if you can, if you're at that, if, you, if you're kind of reaching into the naive element, that's, you got to do some reflection to determine that. Wait, I don't so think there's like an easy. Ignorance is bliss. Also positive. It's <laughs> bliss. <laughs> can be. You don't even see it. I mean, bliss and positive sound like two, you know, similar aspects, but can you? Well, one trigger could be if other people are pointing it out to you. Yes. Because you could also spin it in in a lighter way. So, for example, Glenn, going back to what you were talking about, when you were buying all those DLCs and, and whatnot, and, you know, when it came to Microsoft Xbox, I was working at Microsoft at the time, and you and I would always joke around that you were legit paying my salary. Paying with all your the stuff salary, you were buying. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, quite true, yeah. <laughs> And other people would say the same thing and, and you would just kind of laugh at it and, and make a joke out of it. And and that could be one trigger when, when people well, don't be, know how to bring... To be fair, I think everyone was making a joke out of it. It's just for different reasons. Yeah. You know, when, when, when people want to talk to you about something serious, they don't know how to bring it up. So maybe they'll kind of test the waters by telling a joke and seeing how you react, you know? Yeah. But could it also have something to do with with people looking at positivity things like that as not necessarily a negative, like, you know, oh, that, that doesn't seem like a problem, you know, I'm sure he's in control of himself and we're all joking about it. He's joking about it. He seems to be okay with, with the aspect. Is it because now we're seeing a cultural shift and people realizing that positivity is too much of it can be a bad thing? Yeah, it, it all comes down to self-awareness, right? Mm -hmm. Because 
you could have, I could tell you something right now and have told you the exact same thing five years ago. And five years ago, it you would have not even realized it. But now you've had five years of experience. You're in a different headspace than you were back then. Your mindset has changed. So who you are now is completely different. Even Jansen, you know, you and I met each other back in what, like 2010 or 11 or yeah, somewhere around there, somewhere right? Around there. And then you moved for, I don't know, maybe six, six years, right? And then you came back and we had to redefine our friendship. We couldn't rely on the friendship that we had six years ago because yeah. you were a completely different person and I was completely different. And so it takes a lot of self-awareness to know what you truly want in life. And in the personal development world, if it, it is very difficult, you're, you're absolutely right because you have to be positive in order to keep the momentum going. But at some point you need to realize what you're doing isn't working anymore or you've reached the finish line. Uh, a perfect example is I was at the Washington State Fair years ago and I was watching an artist paint a picture. There's this spot where they have artists who are, who are actively painting uh, legitimate you know, paintings. And, and I was watching him for probably about 20 minutes. And then I see him stand up, take a step back, and then he put his paintbrush down. And I asked him, I'm like, how do you know when you're done with a painting? And he just looks at me, this, this like grizzled old man. And he just looks at me, he's like, sooner or later, you realized you got to put the paintbrush down. That's deep. It takes discipline. Yeah, discipline could, is could, the key word. You could keep going. You keep making little okay. adjustments to the mountains and the trees and the forests. But, you know, it, like Bob Ross only had a half hour. And so he knew this is what it is. But when it comes to personal development, it, it's tough because you do have to have a positive outlook because you have to keep that momentum going, but you have to be self-aware enough to know, are you reaching a level to where it's hurting you right now? How many different versions of Photoshop files you save before you actually finalize something, right? Yeah. You, I mean, like- V1, I think, yeah, V2, V3. I think mm. that speaks to most people that does graphic design or any kind of like art. How many versions till you definitely go back and say, yep, this is it. Everything in moderation, really. Yeah, folder of like 20 different versions. Are they all really different? No. It just mind you things that you think is different, but nobody else notice. It's just That's what layers are for. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How many layers can you stop? Them? You know, it's, what's interesting to me about this topic is we're talking about, in, in this case, it is positivity. You know, you reach a certain level of positivity where you lose sight of reality. Yeah. It's like a reverse Jedi. It's applicable to so many other things in life. And what I always point out is the, the building where I used to work has only a single set of stairs. There's a first floor and a second floor, and, and that's it. But there's also an elevator there. And what you see is the people who tend to be unhealthier taking the elevator. The people who are healthier take the stairs. And I remember a conversation I had with a coworker who was like, man, like, look at them. All the, all the overweight people are, are taking the elevator. Like, that's why they're overweight. And I'm like, I don't think that's it. It's not like you decide one day, you know what? 
I'm, I'm not going to take the guy. stairs anymore for me. It's, I'm an elevator guy. No, it, it starts off small. You know, I, I tweaked my ankle a little bit or something like that. So I'm just going to take the elevator today. And maybe next week, you know, like, oh, my, my back's a little sore or I'm a little bit tired or, or whatever. It starts off small. But before you know it, it shifts. So now instead of taking the elevator and instead of taking the stairs four out of five days, now you're taking the elevator four out of five days. And it's like that with everything. We don't think it makes a difference at the time, but small errors in judgment compounded over a time span is what is going to destroy you. Build a habit that you shouldn't have built. Routine, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So Patrick, why don't I, uh, as, as we wind down, why don't I hand the microphone back to you and uh, why don't you count us out? With oh, a recap. Oh, with a recap? So positivity. It could be good. It could be bad. It's important to know where that line stands and to do the self-reflection so that you can make that line. Anything else I need to add? Nope, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I've never closed before. This is my first time closing. <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning into another episode of the GYST podcast, which is now known as Getting, Getting. Your sh- shit? shit Together. I like how that was a question. Thanks, everyone, <laughs> for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.